Early one morning, a businessman came upon a river. His map showed a bridge, but he found no bridge. Just a ferryman asleep on the deck of his ferry. The businessman stepped onto the ferry and jostled the ferryman with the toe of his highly polished shoe. Ferryman, wake up! I need to cross the river. Right away. This very second. The ferryman opened his eyes. He had heard such claims before. Have a little patience, traveler. We will cross the river in due time. In due time? What does that mean? It means the future will soon be the present, and then we'll cross. But I need to cross now. I am sorry, said the ferryman, but I cannot cross now. Why not? I must wait for the old woman. What old woman? The sick old woman. When will this sick old woman be here? Presently, said the ferryman. Please, sit a spell. I'll make tea and scones. We can converse. The businessman wore a custom suit of the finest silk. Gold cufflinks engraved with his initials adorned his crisp white Pima cotton shirt. His closely shaven face looked annoyed. You must be joking. I have no time to sit, no time to converse. No time to sit, no time to converse? Oh, what a pity. Two of life's more agreeable diversions, and you have no time for either. Damn it, man, I need to cross the river. So it's the river that is your problem. What? You must have important business on the other side. Very important. Life and death? The businessman grumbled. The ferryman asked, Haven't we met before? The businessman said no. But I'm sure we have, insisted the ferryman. It was a long time ago, maybe even in a past life. Now the businessman looked petulant. Past life? What are you talking about? Do you believe in reincarnation? I believe in crossing the river. And then what? And then I can go about my business. It is foolhardy of me to suggest, said the ferryman, but in my experience I have found that most business can wait. Petulance turned to indignity. My business cannot. I see. No, you do not see. You are just a lowly ferryman, and by the looks of things a lazy and disorganized ferryman to boot. Where's your time schedule, your arrival and departure board, your posting of fares and other essentials? One quick look around, and I must conclude you do not run a very tight ship. Of that, said the ferryman, I am guilty. I am afraid I am all done with tightness, a close relation to tension, you know. But I do run a safe ship. People put their lives in my hands when they cross the river on my ferry. A chimp could do it. The insult merely amused the ferryman. As a young man, he had been a great hurler of insults, but no more. Now he tossed tributes and witticisms, if anything good popped into his head. He smiled and said, Perhaps, but a chimp cannot converse or make tea. Well, maybe tea, but not scones. You talk too much, man. By talking so much and keeping me on this side of the river, you are holding up progress. Maybe progress should be held up. Did the king decree progress in and of itself a good thing? The businessman studied his diamond-studded wristwatch.
the future became the present. This is ridiculous. I have appointments to keep, deals to negotiate, money to make. Time, said the ferryman, is money. He said this in jest, but there had been a time when money had consumed the ferryman. So, the businessman asked, is that it? Is what it? The money. What money? Had the businessman been a dragon, smoke may well have snorted from his ears and nose. Is it more money you want to ferry me across the river? Do you see me as a man in a hurry and a man of means, and so you want to take advantage? Fine, I have no problem with that. I would do the same. Supply and demand. How much to cross the river? Five, answered the ferryman. Fine, I'll give you ten.'